Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Listen to this episode ad-free when you become a member of TLBC+. Learn more by going to tlbc.co slash join or click the link in the description of this episode. In this episode we look at how to overcome the fear of failure. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share practical, data-driven advice and frameworks to help you get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at the fear of failure. Uh, So in the previous episode, we talked about the fear of success, that fear of making it and not being able to maintain it, not being able to, to keep that success going, feeling like maybe you're just not good enough, maybe you didn't deserve it, maybe you're an imposter. In this episode, I want to talk about the opposite, the fear of failure, that fear that uh, no matter what you try, things just aren't going to work out for you, that fear that you're not good enough and that you'll never be good enough. This is probably the most common fear that we have as far as things that hold us back from trying to do more, from trying to be more, from trying to improve our lives. This is the thing that so many people struggle with. And I think it's a critically important part of improving our lives, of our personal development plan, getting past this, learning how to manage it, learning how to be better at dealing with the fear of failure and learning how to have that fear without letting that fear stop you. That's what we're going to try to do in this episode. So how we're going to go about it, it's going to be similar to the last episode. We're going to look at some reasons why we fear failure, where that might be coming from. Uh, And then we're going to look at solutions for each of those reasons. And I want to reiterate, just as I did in my last episode, that if your specific fear isn't here, if you don't hear it, if you hear the the things that we're going to go through and you say, none of these really resonate with me, that's okay. Your fear is not invalidated. Whatever is going on for you is what's going on for you. My job here is to go through some of the more common ones, but ultimately I want to give you a framework for how you do this analysis on yourself. So that's what you should be listening for here is how do we identify what that fear actually is and then find a solution for it rather than the specific things that we're going to be going through. Now, with all of that said, before we jump into the episode, let's take a moment to thank today's sponsor. 
Changing your life and building positive habits is incredibly simple. In fact, you probably already know exactly what you need to do. What makes it difficult is actually getting started and then sticking to the things you know that you should be doing. And this is honestly a bigger problem than you might realize. I've talked about this before, but every time you let yourself down, all the time you spend knowing what to do and not doing it, it hurts your confidence in yourself and it makes it harder to get started in the future. That's exactly why I created my course, The Consistency Code. The Consistency Code is your step-by-step guide to building consistency in your life, building positive habits, and finally creating the change that you're looking for. You'll learn why we struggle with consistency, why willpower doesn't work, the first thing you should do after setting a new goal to increase your chances of success, and so much more. It's almost like having me take you by the hand and guide you step by step towards sticking with and finally achieving the goals that you've set. So save yourself the pain of starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting again by getting yourself a copy of the consistency code today. Head over to tlbc.co slash course or click the link in the description of this episode. Let's talk about why we fear failure. And again, if you don't hear your specific reason here, that does not mean it's invalid. It just means that it maybe isn't more common and, and so you need to tackle that for yourself. You need to sit down and figure out what those reasons might be and then come up with solutions. And you can use the process that we're going to do here. The first major reason is that we're worried that we're going to let ourselves or others down or we're worried that we're going to be embarrassed. Right. This is, I think, probably the most common, this idea that if we try something and fail at it, if we tell someone we're going to do something and we end up not being good at it or we end up quitting after a short period of time, that it's going to somehow be embarrassing, that it's going to be something that we need to be worried about and be stressed about. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. We're going to get into the solutions in a second here, but this is a, a major one, letting ourselves down, this, this worry that we have, letting others down, this worry that we have, feeling embarrassed. It's something that sits in the back of our minds. And when you really think about it, it comes from a very primal place. It comes from this need to sort of fit in, to not uh, uh, ruffle any feathers, to use a very outdated term here. Uh, it's, it comes from wanting to be a part of the group and in that quest of wanting to be a part of the group, trying as hard as possible not to stand out. And failure, being embarrassed, that is standing out. So rather than take the risk and potentially, you're probably not, and you can logically tell yourself this, that you're probably not going to get kicked out of your friend group or kicked out of your, your family or disowned or anything like that just because you failed. You can logically tell yourself that, but emotionally, it feels like it might happen. It feels like if you fail and they know about it, that they might think, oh, well, they're just not good enough. They can't live up to the family name. They can't live up to this group that we're a part of. And they might kick you out. It feels like that emotionally, even if it's not true, even if you know it's not true. That's a big part of where that fear comes from. And again, we're going to talk about solutions here in a moment because I, I want to tackle the, the solving side of this. But the second uh, major reason is that we feel like we're stuck 
and we feel like we don't have control over our lives. And this is, this is a tough one because it creates this like catch 22 or, or rather it creates a, um, a self fulfilling prophecy, right? By not pursuing things, by not trying and taking risks, we end up stuck. However, by being stuck and feeling that way, we end up less likely to try things and take risks. Those two things, they, they can't exist together because they sort of reinforce each other. They, they force each other to happen. And it's a tough one to get out of because where do you even start? If you feel stuck, if you feel like you're not sure what to do next, if you feel like you're not happy with the situation that you're in, if you feel like the direction your life is going isn't quite right, where do you even start to change that? Especially if you're working multiple jobs and barely making ends meet, especially if you have young kids, especially if you have any number of other limitations that you're dealing with in your life, where do you even start to take back control? And so because you end up feeling like that, that uh, uh, worthlessness, because you end up feeling like there's just nothing that you can do, you end up getting passive. You end up uh, in a situation where you never take risks, where you never bother trying because what's the point? So this is a really tough one to break out of, uh, and it's going to take a lot of work. The solution I have for this is going to take an enormous amount of work and an enormous amount of time, but it is worth it. Trust. So, so just stick around until we get to that. And then the third piece of this, this, this fear that we all have around why we don't want to fail is that we're worried about having regrets at the end of our lives. We're worried about if we try something and it doesn't work out, now we can no longer lie to ourselves and that can lead to regret. If you see somebody that you're interested in romantically and you, you decide to shoot your shot, you know, you've known them for a while. You've been friends for a few years. Things have been great. And in your head, the entire time, you've thought to yourself, wow, we'd really be great together. Like This would make such an amazing relationship. And you've built that up in your head. You've lived this story in your head. For the entirety of the time leading up to you popping that question, you can live in dreamland. You can lie to yourself. You can tell yourself that, it would work out. You can tell yourself that it, this would be fantastic because there's nothing, there, there's no proof in the opposite direction. There's no evidence that you're wrong. But the minute you decide to go up to that person and say, I'm interested in you, the minute you decide to go up to that person and try to, to take that relationship further, either... Let, let's say these are the two outcomes, right? Either you get shot down and all of a sudden that pops your bubble. Now you can no longer picture that perfect reality that you've had in your head this entire time because they weren't interested. And that's kind of a prerequisite to being able to live that, that life that you had envisioned, right? So now all of a sudden you regret asking just because it means that you can't live in the fantasy. Or... They say yes, and it turns out being in a relationship with them is so much harder than you ever imagined. 
And now you're facing shock because the version of it that's been in your head for so long doesn't match up with the version that you are actually experiencing. Both of those outcomes are terrifying. So it makes sense that we end up not doing anything because living in the fantasy, living in the dreamland, living in the the version of this that exists in our heads where we can keep telling ourselves that it would work out if only enter false thing here. That's a lot safer. So let's get into the solutions here. So uh, just a, a quick recap. The first major reason that we fear failure is that we're worried about letting ourselves or others down or being embarrassed. And I think the best solution for this, the best way to approach it is very simple. It's very straightforward. You have to change the way that you perceive failure. If the road to success is this, right, getting started and then finding success, then failure matters. If there's no steps in between those two, if you start something and then expect to see success, or if you start something and expect that it's going to be a straight road to success, then failure exists. Failure is something that you have to be worried about. However, if the road to success is getting started, experimenting, and then finding success, then failure doesn't exist at all because everything can be counted as an experiment. Whether it works or not, it doesn't matter. The outcome doesn't matter anymore. Now it's just an experiment. Now it's just learning. Now it's just figuring out what not to do. Changing the way that we view failure is one of the most powerful tools that we have in our arsenal to be able to make change possible in our lives. Because if we're not worried about failure, if we know failure is not real, failure does not exist, if we know that, if we know that everything that happens, good or bad, is the same, it's just an experiment, all of a sudden, it becomes significantly easier to take action. All of a sudden, it becomes significantly easier to get started, to take that first step. So that's the first thing. We have to change how we perceive failure. Otherwise, we're always going to be worried about it. Now, the second big reason that we looked at was being stuck and feeling like we don't have control over our lives. Um, And for this one, like I said, this one's going to be tough. It's going to take an enormous amount of time. But you've got to start taking control in small ways, ways that feel like they just don't matter, ways that feel like they're not going to have any kind of an effect at all. You've got to start taking control in as small ways as you can. So find other areas in your life. And this is why I call this podcast Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Find other areas in your life to take control in tiny ways. Because if you don't feel in control, if you've, if you've never really felt in control in your life, you probably aren't used to the feeling of control. You probably don't know what to do with the feeling of control. Even if you woke up tomorrow and felt like, yes, I know what to do with my life now, you'd probably get overwhelmed because you don't have that skill set. You don't have that muscle. You've got to get used to being in control. If you've lived your entire life just responding to what everyone else wants, obviously it's going to be harder when you need to make your own decisions. That's why that transition from being in college or being in high school or being in trade school or whatever it is you do to being an adult. That's why that transition is so difficult. 
because you're not used to it. You don't have that skill set. And for many of us, we don't develop that skill set until into our 30s, honestly. And for many others, they never develop it because they go from uh, kindergarten to school to college to a job to married to having kids. And they just follow this path, never, ever having to really stop and ask themselves, what do I really want? But that's how you wake up at the age of 65 and realize, damn, I didn't do anything I wanted. Damn, this isn't the life that I was hoping for. Well, of course it wasn't. You never stopped to question it. You never stopped to think, what is it that I actually want? And then make decisions based on that rather than just following what's laid out for you. So the way that you build that, the way that you gain that control is to start taking it in very, very tiny ways. Like, I mean, ridiculously small. Start asking yourself, what do I want? What is it that actually matters to me? And start making those decisions, start moving in that direction. The more you do that, the better you're going to be at being in control and the more you're going to feel like you have control. And so jumping back to the last one here, the last big point was that we're worried about having regrets. We're worried about uh, uh, trying it and it failing and that sort of changing our relationship to it. And honestly, the solution here is is a little bit harsh. You guys listening to this show, longtime listeners know I'm, I'm a big fan of, of empathy when it comes to personal development, but sometimes you just have to do the thing. Sometimes you just have to rip the bandaid off. Some, sometimes that is, that is the only option. And that's the case here because the fear of regret, this is something you make sure you take notes on. I know many of you are maybe driving right now. Maybe you're getting ready for work. The fear of regret is always going to be greater than the fear of failure. The fear of feeling like, what if I had? If only I'd done. Having that question at the end of your life when you're laying on that deathbed and thinking to yourself, damn, I really wish I had gone for it. And knowing that there's not a damn thing you can do about it, that should scare you way more than the idea of being embarrassed, than the idea of people looking down on you or letting yourself down or anything. Because all of that stuff, you trying something and it not working out, you asking a girl out, asking a guy out and them saying no, you can recover from that. It's going to suck. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, get over it. I'm not one of those people. Like I said, I'm a fan of empathy when it comes to these things. However, you're going to get over it eventually. You've got time. Trying the thing, there's always time left to get over it if it doesn't work. But if you don't try it, when you get to the end of your life and you sit there and you're regretting it, there is no longer time. There is no longer the option to get over it. For the rest of your life in that moment, you have to deal with the fact that you never did it. And the rest of your life might not be that long at that point, but you still have to deal with the fact that you never did it. And that's not the way you want to go out. That's not the way I want to go out, at least. I don't want to speak for you. So that is how you approach getting over the fear of failure. 
It always has to come down to figuring out what your specific fear is. It might be a combination of things. It might be something that I didn't talk about, but you've got to figure out what that is. And then you've got to put together a solution for it. If yours falls under the three that I discussed, try the solutions that we just laid out. They've helped me massively in my life. They've helped uh, other listeners of this show massively in their life. So I'm going to challenge you today to try one thing. Either sit down and try to figure out how you can redefine your relationship to failure, how you can recognize that failure does not exist, that it is a made up thing and that everything is just an experiment or figure out what small areas of your life you can start to take control in to give yourself that feeling of control or pick that thing and just do it. Whatever you need to do, I challenge you to get started on that process today. If you enjoyed the podcast, thank you so much for being here. Listen, I want to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Tiny Leaps. Let me know what you thought of the show. I also want to encourage you to check out today's sponsor, The Consistency Code. This is a course I put together for you to help you figure out how to finally stick with the things that you say you want to do. Learn more by heading over to tlbc.co slash course or click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah.